Welcome to another edition of Idiot Ezra, and today we're going to be talking about our half-season awards, MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player, much more with Gregory, the human Teddy Graham, Mike Tapp, my buddies. And if you hear my heart racing or you hear the TV in the background, that's because I got the Jets and Patriots on, and it's getting me nervous because the Patriots are losing to my Jets in the fourth quarter, 27-17, and you know that's going to put a delay or stop to the Trevor Lawrence train coming to MetLife and that's getting me very nervous and honestly if we win this game I would fire Adam Gaze immediately if we win this yes after a win because no this needs to stop do not ruin us for another generation a whole generation I have one lifetime please do not do this to me and if you're looking for content from Idiot Ezra that's non-sports that's Fridays okay I call it the Freedom Fridays because it's me and Marvin Having the freedom to talk about any interest we want, which is, you know, current events, movies, anime, video games, whatever we like, conducting interviews. So check out for that. But I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoy the podcast. And one last thing, you're probably going to notice that I've deleted the Idiot Ezra catalog because it's a new era now starting today. And please enjoy the show. And you can always hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at Idiot Ezra. Gentlemen, Gregory, welcome back again. How was your week, my man? It was lovely. Lovely? lovely. Just lovely. Every week your, your weeks are always lovely. That's they what are. happens when you're a family man. Gracious. And also, always. my boy Mike Tapp, how was your week? Oh, it was pretty solid. Pretty solid, to say the <laughs> least. It's pretty solid. I thought it was a great week. We had election week. We're not going to get too much into that right, right now, maybe in the future uh, episodes, but... Um, you know, I think I needed a change after the last four years of this shit show, mm-hmm. and there needs to be a lot of repair and uh, and fixing this divide between the left and right, and I have a lot of friends that are, sadly were, Trump supporters and still are, but they're still my friends, and, and we still need to work together to, you know, work on this divide and this tension that we've had in this country the last four years. And I'm not even talking about the Biden-Trump shit. I'm just talking about the political shithole and chaos that we've all been going through. So I hope we can go forward and, um, you know, understand each other and talk to each other. Let's get on with the show. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, our half-season awards. But the first thing we got to talk about is yesterday... One of my good friends, Alejandro, calls me. Alejandro. He's with Mike, right? Mike. And yeah. I get, you know, you know, when you watch your boys talking shit over football, yeah. Mike comes. I'm going to ask you this, Greg, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike comes out of nowhere and says he can run a 4-7-40. Do you think that's possible? So we settled on, uh, before you answer, we'll test this out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Well, set up a 40-yard dash. I'm running a 40. And if he runs a 4-9 and under, he wins this bet. Do you think he can run a 4-9 and under? We'll give him a 4-9-9. Wait, but what if, happened if to I a 4-7? Well, no, 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 no. We'll give him a 4-9. No, because what, I, no, what happened was is that they put it in perspective, and I said, all right, fine. I can run a 4-9. <laughs> a 4-9? That's possible. 
but you gonna have to really like haul. No, no, answer the question. <laughs> yeah, look at look at his legs. Look at his legs. Well, that's not the telling. That's not the telling. What is it that? Well, first of all, look at my legs. Like when's the last time? When's the last time you timed yourself running a forty yard dash? I've never timed myself running a forty yard dash. We it, uh, growing up, Mike used to always be like, "Yo, I'm like an 87 speed in Madden." Yeah, Madden. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, then, then they upgrade. They upgraded the stats, so I brought it down to 84. 84. Yeah, so he's I was an like 84. a solid, like a solid tight end. He speed. thinks he's an 84 speed. So you say, look at those jiggly thighs right there. Those are not it's solid. It's that's not muscle, yo. That's not all muscle. Yes, it is. I want to say that's about 38 percent fat. <laughs> you got six, you got about 62 percent muscle there. I would say that. I'd say seven. So the question is, does he run faster than Tom Brady? I get. Well, I don't know what Tom Brady's what the time? forty I don't know time what his is. Forty was, but like, this is how it started. We're does he run it. faster than an offensive lineman? Not all of them. No, of course not. Those guys are <laughs> not all freaks. Them. I just <laughs> say, some what? Where are you putting your money on? Over under four nine on Mike's it, it, forty time. He said, if I get a four nine nine, it counts too. So think about that. I just four nine nine. Wow! I just want to oh. know. So no, no. I, I'm gonna go. I said we'll give I'm him the four nine nine. I'm gonna take the under. You believe in Mike? Yeah. I, oh, I, I, I take. I'll take Glad the door. Down. That's, that's all. That's about, friendship baby. right Don't there. I'm, I'm going with the over. <laughs> start, jog, start jogging. <laughs> listen, listen, even if he does like a five two, I'll be. I said that's I'll, still impressive. I said I'll be impressed. Yeah. I'm going over the over. No, I'm going with the over. I just because you see some of these. Athletes like I put it to you like this: Tyreek Hill, to me, the best deep threat in football. Would you guys agree? So, yeah, I think yeah. so. One of the fastest guys in the NFL. His combine, probably. He was a four three at the combine. So, so yeah. is he? Is Mike six sec six hundredths of a second faster? I mean, slower than Tyreek Hill. Is he step for step the first 10 yards? <laughs> that's, that's my thinking behind it. I don't think Mike is going to get under the 4-9. Me and Alejandro are, are, are over, and you're under. Okay. that's what I just want to Don't let them sway you, Greg. I just want no, to start that. No. Stick with your I'm boy. Just on your, I, listen, I'm, stick I'm with your boy. You. And another thing is, come on. I always used to shut Mike down and these flag oh, football, baby. Don't come on my side of the field, baby. Shut him down, baby. You tell. Oh, he don't you know about, You couldn't keep up with this 87 speed, yeah, baby. I, I, that's true. I, I'm not as fast as Mike, but my awareness is at 99 Madden, baby. Because that shit is all the way up there. I know what he's going to do. No. Give him a little bump. He have a little physical, too. Just, I little, meet, him. just meet him at devil. the point of the that's, that's it. That's I, what I, you I, know where, devil, I know where to control him. I know where to control his weight and everything. We real people that, that were there to see the yeah, truth. Yeah, I, yeah, people we grew up with. No, I shut you down. That's all the time, lie, baby. Oh man! All right, then I had a, I had a quick nickname yesterday. I want to know if it's a nay or say. First of all, does Kyler Murray have a nickname? I read that it was the future that Johnny Manziel gave up his nickname for Kyler Murray called. He's called the future. Johnny Manziel's name was the future. Yeah, in Texas, in Texas, when he's yeah. at Texas A and M. I thought it was Johnny, Johnny Football. What? That's what I thought his name. Now, was. They called him like the future or whatever at right? Texas A&M. And, and, and I, I, I go to the NFL. I then I like get to, and I think it just grew to Johnny Football. The future. I, I don't I don't like that. I don't anyway, like that. I got a name for Kyler Murray. I tweeted this yesterday and I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna call him Migraine Murray. Okay? Because he gives these defenses headaches. <laughs> 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 My man is special out there. Migraine Murray, what do you think? 
of that nickname for him. Well, he gave me a migraine this week because I had to face him in fantasy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like I like the name Migraine Murray. He's a it's a good name. It's a good name, but I feel like it's too. Dude. I don't know. It's not. It's not special enough. Kyler Murray's really special. How many people are named Migraine? No, nobody's <laughs> named Migraine. It's original, baby. Migraine Murray. Migraine Murray. That's it. I know. You know because um. I think Kyle Long actually came out with a nickname for Daniel Jones because his name was Daniel Dimes. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. And I used to call who I thought was the best point guard at one point in the NBA. D Dimes. D Dimes, Darren Williams. Mm -hmm. So I was like, and Kyle Long said, I'm going to change his nickname to Daniel Loans because he loans the football to the other team all the time. (laughs) It's predictable. It's becoming predictable, the turnovers. And the he ate, which we're going to talk about in the next moment. You know, the chase for Trevor Lawrence. The Giants won that game, and Daniel Jones had zero turnovers for the second time in his starting career. Crazy. And, yeah, so Daniel Lones, Migraine, Murray, some new football quarterback nicknames out there. And to keep on with the, the Chase Lawrence train here, Giants, Texans get their second win. Bills crushed the Seahawks. Yeah, they did. That all helps my Jets right now for Trevor Lawrence. The only thing that's standing in my way is the Jaguars and his advisors. <laughs> but let's talk about the Bills. You know, correcting, I was talking about last week, correcting their offensive woes against the Seahawks. Their defense is a problem. If you want to be a Super Bowl contender, I know they traded for um, Carlos. Duplap? Dunlap. Dunlap, yeah, yep. Dunlap. And still no pass rush, and Josh Allen seriously had a field day. I think he only had like five incompletions yeah. yesterday. Four touchdowns? He, he had one incompletion more than he had touchdowns. <laughs> What's up with the Seahawks? Are we, are we removing them from yeah. Super Bowl contention here? Yeah, or when, when you Who have... Who are they beating in the playoffs in the NFC? You seriously... It's, it's even they, they could beat the anybody. Packers. They could beat anybody in the NFC. Let's be serious. No, I, I don't think, think so. I, 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 I don't think so. You, you, you got a team that's over there that you like. There's no way the Seahawks ain't beating them. If you have an offense with a running back, you win time possession and field position with your okay defense. I, I think the Seahawks are. are but screwed you, what you just said is exactly what the Bills are not. They don't have. They didn't run the ball at all yesterday, and they beat them. And they, they destroyed them. They looked and a lot closer Jamal because Adams the Seahawks came out. back. No, Jamal Adams was there. He had two sacks. Yeah, he had two Well, first of all, you're helping kind of Greg's argument right now about the Seahawks not looking good or coming out of the NFC. But as long as you have Russell Wilson in my mind. You can beat anybody. You can beat anybody. The thing is, you're just relying. If Russell Wilson's not on his game like he was yesterday, he wasn't on his game 100%, and the, the Bills defense stepped up in critical moments. Yeah. He had three tu- what I think he had still three touchdowns he yesterday, did. Russell Wilson. Yeah. He just had two picks. They scored 34 points and they gave up 44. It's just he needs to be perfect. This offense needs to be perfect for them to win. And that's relying a lot. And that's asking a lot, especially in the playoffs, to do for three straight games. But I still think the you know they can make it to the Super Bowl. I've I've always said that the NFC to me is wide, wide open. open. I probably have the Seahawks maybe the third best team in the NFC still today. Probably third I would I would go with. 
We used to get the Seahawks beating like a team like the Saints in the playoffs. Yes. Or, or I, maybe the Bucks. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lead this away to my uh, the Ezra's Power Five, okay? My five rankings of top five teams. Number five, I'm going with Packers. Okay, six and two. This is NFC? No, this is period. Just period. Okay. Period. So I'm going number five, Packers. I'm going four, number Saints. So, and the top three are AFC teams, Ravens, Chiefs, Steelers. So I think the the Saints solidified themselves as the best team in the NFC last night when they absolutely put the boots, the spanking, you know, t- child, please, time out. The Bucks. Bucks. They put the, the, the they put the boots to the Bucks yesterday. And I think they're the most balanced team probably in the NFC too. You know, Drew Brees could still he knows how to, you know, man his team down the field. Kamara's a superstar. Michael Thomas is a superstar wide receiver, and he's healthy. Hopefully he'll continue getting on the ball and rolling. And they have a good defense. You saw what they did to the Buccaneers. They have a good offense, the Buccaneers. Tom Brady has thrown for 20-plus touchdowns this year. They have weapons. We know Gronk, Mike Evans, and they absolutely dominated them. Now, I think that's an exception. I don't think they will do that to the Buccaneers again in the playoffs. But I think you can put them there a level ahead of the Buccaneers and maybe my fifth team, the Packers, in the NFC. What do you guys think about that? I, don't, I still think the Bucs are the best in the NFC, even after that ass, complete oh. ass whooping they got. I still think that when they face each other in the playoffs, the Bucs will be able to pick that defense apart a little bit. And what makes you give you that they swept the season series? They beat them twice already because they're adding to their offense. Chris Godwin is still out. I feel like their offense is not. They didn't face the real Tampa Bay Bucks. What they really will be in the playoffs. They're going to face a bunch of teams that are not the Saints, and they're going to have time to practice, get chemistry, and they're going they're going to be better offensively. That team is better when they're all healthy. And they have some games under their belt. That team is going to be better offensively. It's not even a better offense than the Saints. It, I, I, it defensively, was a, it was a total shit I show. Like- but the Saints destroyed them on offense. So they they picked them up. Drew Brees, Kamara, they even had to have a big game, oh. and he Drew Brees willed and carried and whooped their ass. Drew Brees did it. Michael Thomas didn't have a huge game either. So if you're talking about getting better, they haven't. I don't think they they faced a total in sync. Saints team either. No no doubt. And I feel like Bruce Arians is partly to blame for that because I don't know why you think putting in the zone against Drew Brees is a good idea for <laughs> that type of quarterback who struggles versus man coverage. Like, why Why are you just... I think they're putting in a zone because they were probably worried about the most important player on the Saints this year is Kamara. I think that's why they put it in a zone. Like, Kamara has been... Kind of the one carrying the offense, and I think that's the reason he put that game plan and maybe he needs to adjust. But Tom Brady wasn't there, – there was nobody in the Bucks. There was no positives on the Bucks yesterday. Not one. I think Drew Brees should send Bruce Arians some wine. Some wine so you put in this loss on – I'm this, not just putting it on him you, because it's not just him. It's Tom Brady fell in love with Antonio Brown for some reason and just felt like he just needed to get him the ball and throwing it to him. They weren't in – you could see that they weren't in sync. Some of those interceptions – where he he just completely threw it to the Saints defense. Like he he thought Antonio Brown was going to be in a spot that he wasn't and he just threw it. So you going with the Bucks still the best team in the NFC? For sure. And you? For sure. Uh yeah, no. 
I'm I don't I'm I'm not on that bandwagon. But um I I feel I like your list, I do. Um and I think like, you know, Seahawks right there, close sixth or whatever. But uh what I wanna say is is that back to like what we were talking about before, I think at any given night, because of Russell Wilson and because there's nobody who's dominant enough on the on the NFC side that I'm like, Oh, okay, I think that he can't beat them. Seahawks definitely have a shot versus anybody in the NFC. I'm I'm totally with you on there. I I've I've said I was talking to our good boy Joel Rodriguez on Twitter. He's saying, "Do you think this was an exception tonight about the Saints' loss, or do you are you still with the Buccaneers?" I can see the Buccaneers losing in the first round, and I can see them making it to the Super Bowl. But for some reason, I feel like that for most teams in the NFC. Yeah. Now the ones I would be disappointed that that lose in the first round are the Saints and Packers. Any other team besides that, I'm like, you know what? They have they have flaws. Yeah. The the Bucks, the the um oh my god, the Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, whoever else makes it into the Bears have flaws. Yeah. So I think besides those two, I can see them either making it to the first round or to the Super Bowl, and I wouldn't really be surprised. I really wouldn't. Like even if the Cardinals went into the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be that that's surprised at it because I'm not a strong believer in the NFC this year. I think the Packers and Saints are beatable, but I do think they're the most balanced and best teams in the NFC. Are you going with the Seahawks as the best team in the NFC? No, I, I think I think after what you after what you seen with the Saints could do, and then they weren't even at full strength. They still haven't even touched what they could do offensively, and Drew Brees murked that Bucks defense. I think the Saints are the best team in the NFC. But I don't think that they can't be beat. I think the Saints. I think the Saints are really good, but they definitely could be beat. You just said. Oh, so you don't think the Bucks are the best team in the NFC? No, I think the Saints are. The Saints are. Okay, yeah. so we're both on that wagon. The Saints are the best team in the NFC. Either or, we still think it's somebody from the NFC South. Yeah. And the only my problem with the Packers is they're. I think they could be beaten physically, and the Buccaneers can beat them. They already beat them, and they can beat them physically at the line of scrimmage, and that's I think that's a problem with the Packers. They're a quote-unquote finesse team, and and I think you can run into a team like the Bears, the Bucks, and um, I won't say the Saints are a, uh, a physical team, but they can they, they can be more physical. They have a defensive line for sure. Yeah, they, yeah, they can be more physical than what you think. So I think the Packers can be beat, but I think they're the second best team out there. Um, undefeated Steelers, who I have at number one on my list, once again, win. Chiefs, 8-1. and one. And when we get into the half-season awards, we'll probably be talking about some of their players. And the Ravens win a tough game, and they controlled the second half versus the Colts. The Colts controlled that, you know, the line of scrimmage the defensively. They were stopping the run. And in the second half, Lamar Jackson and his running game got going, and they took control. And I think it shows deficiencies with the Colts' offense and when they when it's time to score or when they need to score fast, they don't have the weapons to do that. And you're relying on Phillip Rivers, who's, you know, 40 years old, <laughs> yeah. to carry your off offensively. They need to get their running game and Jonathan Taylor or some some other playmaker out there. And I think that's the problem with the Colts. But the Ravens, you gotta you gotta feel good. They they beat a good team yesterday. The Colts are a good team. They're flawed, like I said, offensively. 
but they're a good team overall, and they showed something. So they're my number three team out there. Anything with this rankings you guys not feeling? Someone should be in this or, or displaced? I'll put the Saints over the Ravens. You'll put the Saints over the Ravens? Yeah, I would, I'd like that team better than the Ravens. Okay. I think they're more balanced. I think defense is, their defense is, is a little bit better than the Ravens as far as physical at the line of scrimmage controlling controlling the ball. I, I think the I, I disagree with that. I think what what it actually is what makes them better is the offense. Their def, I think the Ravens defense have more playmakers and more physical and have a lot more speed and they have they, they get more takeaways. I think the Ravens defense is better. But what makes the team better is that offense. They can score when need be and it's not just one way. You got more weapons on the Saints, I imagine. You're probably saying you got Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, yeah. Kamara. Right. You know, uh, Emmanuel Sanders can have a big game. I don't. He's not the same weapon he used to be a couple years ago, but he can have a big game. The Ravens, I think, if as, I think as long as they unleash, I think in the playoffs, I think they're saving Lamar Jackson. To be honest, I think they'd be like when it comes to when it comes to they don't want to they don't want him to sacrifice his body during the regular season, but when the playoffs come, unleash the playbook. Go out there, go get. Your forty-yard runs, you know, th- throw down deep, you know, create with your with your assets. I don't think they're asking him to do that as much during the regular season. I think they're trying to save him for the playoffs. That's just me thinking. That's in, obviously I don't I haven't read or seen anything like that. It just seems like a whole totally different offense and different Lamar Jackson. And I think it has something to do with the hits that he's been taking the the first two years in this league. And I think they're trying to save him for the playoffs. Because the Ravens are good enough to kind of, quote-unquote, coast their division. Or not that they're to me because their division is good. But I think they're good enough to make it to the playoffs and and not worry too much about unleashing themselves. Um, They miss Hayden Hurst. They miss those, those jumbo sets, those three tight end deep. Sets where Lamar Jackson has the option to run or th- throw throw a quick pass. So you you're not believing in the Ravens anymore. I mean, I won't say you you don't believe them anymore, but you feel like they took a step back big time. The offense for sure, and the the style of play that they're playing now, they're not relying as on Mark Ingram as much. They're not giving him well, Mark Ingram. Well, he's easy. Well, they have they have three running backs, so they don't need to rely on Mark Ingram. I, I know, but I feel like Mark Ingram brings something to the team. Like he's been pro- energy. And, He's just probably the most physical runner on the team. Is just you there's really something don't... to be said about that, like bruising and punishing opposing defenses with a running back like that, especially if you're up a score. But he's 30 years old. You don't think they're trying to save him? Like I said, this is no evidence of it. You don't think they're trying to save him for the playoffs either? Hey, we'll be physical in the playoffs. No, I think they're just trying to run a new style of offense that isn't necessarily complimentary to Lamar Jackson and might bite them in that. You know what's the funny part? Their offense is not even that bad. Like I, I, I told you, I, I saw a stat yesterday during the game. It's 31 straight games, they've scored at least 20 points. And that's like, I don't know if it's a franchise record or an NFL record, but they're going to put up 20 points. That's not, it's not like you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're pulling a bucks here and you're scoring three whole points. Mm. You're the Colts, you're going to just run out of gas. They're, you're almost slotted to score 20-something points with the Ravens, at least 20 points. And I think that's something to set it. So that's my third on the thing. But I think we should move along to our uh, – all right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get into our half-season awards. If you're wondering why I got this smooth-ass beat and voice on, it's because I want to take the time and talk to you. That 
I'm always available if you want to talk to me. And all you got to do is just get on your phone, get on your computer, and just tap a little keys here and there. Just put in Idiot Ezra on the Twitter, on the Instagram. And if you need a little bit more in your life of Ezra, all you got to do is go on Twitch for some live gaming streams, live recordings of the podcast. Sometimes I upload on YouTube too. And I said too, too much in that sentence. But that's what you get here on Idiot Ezra. So, thank you for your time. And I hope we can connect, converse. And you tell me what the hell you think about this commercial. There's only one way you can do that. That's follow me on Idiot Ezra on Twitter and Instagram. Let's get back to the show. All right, we're going to get into our half-season awards. And we're going to start off with Comeback Player of the Year. And I hopefully you guys made a list. I'm going to start off the first one. My comeback play of the year, I don't think this is even close because the man's comeback after being away for two years and going through one of the most gruesome injuries in NFL history, 17 surgeries, and he came in relief yesterday because the starting quarterback, Kyle Allen, went down with a twisted ankle, and I'm talking about Alex Smith, comeback play of the year. Forget about the stats. If you see the man's leg, it looks like Frankenstein. You know, he's Franken. He got a Frankenstein's leg. They patched that up from his other leg. It's incredible that he's on the field. That he still wants to play football. I think we've we read reports that at at some point doctors are talking about amputating his leg because how bad that injury was. Alex Smith is my comeback player of the year. You guys have any other? Well, that would have been my number one. Of course, Alex Smith coming back from those injuries, but. I'll say Ben Roethlisberger. You going Ben Roethlisberger? Coming back from the shoulder injury and performing, and they're undefeated now, and they look like they're on their on a march to the Super Bowl. They look, and um, Ben Roethlisberger looks amazing this year, considering he was injured for most of the last year. He's coming back. I think it was a shoulder injury last shoulder, year, I believe. Yeah, shoulder. Mike, who do you yeah, have? Uh, shout out to Alex Smith for sure, but I had Ben Roethlisberger too. So we got two Big Ben votes over here. Big Ben's my. Second place is not even Ben Roethlisberger. I'm also going to go with my honorable mention is Alden Smith. Five years away from football. Mm-hmm. You know how much t- you know how talented you have to be to go away for five years. Well, he he didn't choose to go away. He had to be, you know, recover from his right. you know mental illness and get that physical abilities back to be make it to the sign with the Cowboys. And he's a starter this year. Yeah. He hasn't had his, you know, Alden Smith 49er days, but it's incredible to be away for five years and come back and be in the league and be a starter. So Alden Smith would have been my mentioned, and I guess Alex Smith would have been you guys' mentions, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Alex Smith. So anything on Alden Smith? Um, I'm surprised. that You know, I like the, the Cowboys, even though they're having a terrible year, that they take chances on players. They're like, you know what? This guy's still got talent. I'm bringing him along. Yeah. yeah. They have Randy Gregory. Alden Smith. I don't know if Randy Gregory. I don't in. think he's on the team anymore. I think he's on the Steelers now. Oh, I believe. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're but talking he, about Greg Hardy. That's who you're talking about, right? Greg Hardy yeah, back. That's who you're talking about. Greg Hardy. Where he, he, he well, was, they shouldn't have assigned Greg Hardy in the first place right, because yeah. he was being a you know he's a he's, fucking piece of shit. Just, yeah. But that's not the point here. <laughs> he they usually take chances on talent. If they got talent, the Cowboys are gonna give you a shot no matter what. And that's one thing I like about Jerry Jones. 
even though it hasn't worked out for him a lot of times. But mm, just taking Jerry, a shot. Not just taking a shot. Jerry Jones hit a lot of stuff. Oh, well, he, he, get, he, hide, he hit a lot of stuff like players used to do back in the days. Oh, he hit a lot of stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, job security, um, Michael Irvin. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> he does what oh, he oh, have to do. Seniority, Michael Irvin. <laughs> well, listen, I think, uh, I think a lot of owners do that. It's just... The spotlight's on Jerry. Not as much as he did yeah, probably in not. the 90s. I think, <laughs> I think Jerry Jones probably chills with his players, oh, especially yeah, in the 90s. Sure. Is like, oh, oh, yeah, he's yo, Michael, you going out tonight? Let's go out, baby. <laughs> Let's, Let's go it. do this. Let's yeah. go out. I yeah, know a spot. That would probably be like, if you, if you couldn't go to your hometown destination, what's your number one team? What's the number one NFL team that you want to go on? Okay, uh, number one team. Man, it might be. It could be. The Cowboys, because it seems like Jerry, if, if if you're good on the Cowboys, and it seems like you could get tight with Jerry Jones. It seems like Terry Jones takes care of his players, his legendary players. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you always, like Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, Emmitt you know, Smith. Smith, these guys, oh, it's, I bet you Tony Romo still has a home with Jerry Jones and that organization. If they needed something or they wanted a job, I think Jerry Jones would be like, Bro, I got you. I got connections. I'll take care of you. I think he's one of those owners that is a player's owner in a lot of ways. Obviously, in the end, money talks, and <laughs> yeah. he's gonna do what's best for Jerry. A lot, you know, because he's he's a billionaire. That's what they fucking do. Mm-hmm. But I think he takes care of a lot of his guys. So I I might lean towards the Cowboys. So you know, I, I like that question. But let's move along. Most improved player. Halfway to this point, who do you got, Mike? Oh, uh, it's pretty close for me. I, I, I actually have DK number one. DK, DK Metcalf. Like if you look at his stats right now, from he played sixteen games last year, he got eight hundred yards. He's like right there at the halfway mark, about to pass his last year's stats. And I think he's taking a step from a good surprise, yeah, no, first year wide receiver to. Superstar wide receiver to like, this year. to like top three in the yeah. league, top five yeah. in the league. Like, so I, you know, I'm. You can't argue with too much with that. He jumped from like a to a superstar. I think. If I was talking. I was thinking about having a segment a couple of weeks ago for Halloween. If you could dress up one player besides quarterback, who would you want to dress up on your team? Who would you want on your team, basically, from other teams? And the two players that jumped out of my mind immediately was DK Metcalf. And T.J. Watt. So D.K. is becoming that star. And the reason why I thought of those two is because of age also. I don't think D.K. is the best wide receiver in football. I just think because of his age and the potential he has and the the absolute monster that he is, I just thought of D.K. Metcalf. And that play when he ran down Bubba Booker, uh, Buddha, 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 Buddha Baker. Buddha Baker. Buddha Baker right. I don't know who the hell I was just talking about, but yeah. Bubba Booker, he's the dude that works the grill at uh, Bubba, Bubba Shrimp. Bubba Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that play just solidified himself, I think, becoming a superstar. And who do you have as most improved? Well, I, I was going to put Dak, Dak he's, Prescott. Okay. Well, he's hurt. So, so you can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you got someone else in mind then? Like Dak, he's averaging. I was looking at statistics today. He's averaging, even though he's hurt, obviously, 
371 yards per game passing this this year. Yeah, yeah. but I, like I said, I thought a lot of it was you know you got to a lot of got a lot of garbage yards. He's got to try to catch up because his defense is giving up all these damn yep. points. So so who you got then, Greg? But, and is, uh, is, it only helps him. It only helps him too because the, the Cowboys can't score shit the last they can't three weeks at all. So it has to be, it really has to be to me Russell Wilson. Most improved. Nah, he's been an MVP candidate for years. Nah, well, he's never actually he's never received the MVP vote. I mean, every every year ago, I'm talking about not like getting a vote. I'm saying every year going into the to the season, last couple of years, he's been like he could potentially be MVP this year. Like I if don't you do a prediction to me last year. You know when they had the NFL top 100, I think he was number three or number Something two. Like he's, he's been good, but I think this year he's taken a, a step. No, I think last year he nah, wasn't. I, to me, I said it last year. He was the NFL's best quarterback. And to me, this year he's the NFL Pat Mah- over Pat Mahomes. You damn right. Yes, I don't, I don't think so. Not last year. Uh, last year. Yeah, last first of all, Pat Mahomes he's, was hurt for like he's hurt for like five games. Okay, then. So yeah, yeah. yeah so th- but that's the only. Listen, pound for pound, I think Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. Pat, now if you say you'd rather have Patrick Mahomes, I, that's not a wrong answer. I'm no. not here to fight you on that. Right. It's Patrick. If we're talking about going ten years from now, give but me Patrick think, Mahomes. You don't think he's better this year? No. Who Russell, Russell Wilson? Wilson? He's better this year than he is last year. I, I think. I think even, it just even shows just throwing the throwing the deep ball. I think. Man. I think the the spotlight's more. Yeah. Like last year, I'm talking about. I think the last two years, my man, he hasn't thrown the ball a lot. Like he's not up in the top five in attempts, but when he throws the ball, if you go through, if you go to if you go to touchdown per attempt, I think he must have the, like the lowest in the league. Russell Only- Wilson is on point. I think yesterday, too, he threw a pass. I think it was 40 yards down the field. He was, like, more in the middle to the right side of the field. He threw down to the 40-yard end zone. It looked like he was trying to throw it away. It was – he was, was falling a, back. Was strike. You saw that, yeah, what I'm I talking remember, about. I know it wasn't talking a about. touchdown. No, it wasn't, but it was a hell he, of a if, pass. If he would have made that catch, it would have been a t- – yeah. it, it was insane. It's like <laughs> I, I thought he had – in, in Call of Duty, you have like this uh, auto aim lock hack. <laughs> I feel like he has that. Like, there's no way in hell the way he was falling backwards. Threw he it. threw it down 40 yards down the field on the left side of the field, opposite side where he's at, and it would have been a touchdown. It shouldn't have been no way near. I don't know if that's that just luck. Man. I just thought the man has a hack on. His aim is on point and i'm surprised he threw two interceptions yesterday mm, yeah. i think russell wilson has been the best quarterback in the league for the last i two think years. russ letting rucks cook is a real thing my thing is like when whenever i see russ throw the ball i think it might be the him and aaron Rodgers, the only two quarterbacks whenever i see them throw the ball i i can never think it's i never think it's a bad pass i'm like well somebody's got to be open because he's going down the field like yeah. that i don't think it's like I, I rarely see him thrown to double coverage you rarely see him throw throw the ball away you rarely see him make a mistake. Listen, and that's and that's been for years. And to, to Mike's point, I know Drew Brees probably has the completion record, and he's he's actually thrown for like a seventy three completion rate. But I think Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are the most accurate passers in the NFL. Yeah, and it's not even close. Nope. I think everybody else is a step down, including. Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah. Patrick Mahomes sometimes would overthrow it. Like, he makes incredible plays. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's insane. But these two, it's just another level when how accurate their deep balls are, just or their decisions they make. You got to pick a different most improved. You can't go with Russell Wilson. You have an honorable mention. I I, I must. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's your boy. But I don't. 
Oh. <laughs> Who's that? Adam Tannehill? Gase? Tannehill. <laughs> Tannehill. <laughs> he won it last year. He can't get yeah, back to Yeah, he won it last year. He won it last year. I don't um this year he's still he's still moving on from last year. He's he's I I've mentioned since he became the starter, there's only one quarterback more touchdowns than Ryan Tannehill and that's Russell Wilson. So shout out to my boy Ryan Tannehill all day baby. <laughs> don't forget it. Don't forget it. Top 10 quarterback now unsolidified. <laughs> That's right, unsolidified. Uh, unsolidified. That's right, because you guys won't say it. Say it already. No, we're not gonna say. Say it. top ten, baby. Because he's not. Okay. There's not t- ten quarterbacks in the league. I will take over. Yeah, you're talking there, to there, the mic, bro. There, 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 are ten, there has there, to be ten. There are ten quarterbacks. I'll take over Ryan Tannehill. No, no, no. Forget. It's not about what you rather take. Is who's in the top ten? Ryan Tannehill's in the top ten. Stop. You're talking about stats. How can you be second? How can you be second <laughs> in the league in touchdowns and not be top ten? Because it's it's this simple. Because he's right. Yeah, fucking ten. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go with my most approved, and I'm gonna go with Travis Fulgram, Fulgram from Fulgram, 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 Fulgram sounds right to me. I don't think it's a grub because there's no R in it. It's isn't it F U L G R A M? No, I don't think that. You talk about the receiver from the, from Eagles. the Eagles. Yes, no, no. I think there's no R. No, I don't think there's an R in his name. Okay, either way, I think he's the most approved. He had zero yards last year with the Detroit, <laughs> and he's leading. Easy. And now he's leading the Philadelphia Eagles with receptions. And touchdowns, I believe he's got 435 yards, becoming the number one wide receiver in five weeks. He hasn't done, he hasn't been starting since week one, and he's become a fantasy football, you know, Monster. great pickup. I'm gonna go with it's, Fol- it's Fulgham. It's F U L G H A M Fulgham. What the Fulgham. hell? I don't know why. Ha- oh, it's no, oh, Hob- Javi just told me in the in the Twitch chat. Yes, okay, I, I got the name way off. I apologize. <laughs> the R, like, why you say a girl? There's no R. That thing. I thought it was an R. I got a, I got an R right here on my uh, little notes you over here. You spelled it wrong. I spelled it wrong. I thought Fulgum. I copied and pasted it anyway. So yours sound better anyway. Myself sound better anyway. Change your name, Travis. Change your name, Travis. But I, honorable mention I have is Robbie Anderson from I'll, the. I was. That's my. That's honorable my. That's too. my honorable mention. Well, he was good last year. Too. Yeah, he was no. good, but he didn't have like he, he didn't have a quarterback. He he's never had a thousand yard season no. with the Jets. Right. His his career has like nine hundred yards. This year he's on pace for like twelve, thirteen hundred yards. He's the clear cut number one wide receiver on the Panthers. They're competitive. It's not like he's getting garbage right. yards here. Robbie Anderson, you know, the Jets let him go, and he's thriving over there in Carolina. So that's my honorable mention is. Robbie Anderson. I'm going to start the next one. What, what do you want to say? Got, since you said Robbie Anderson, my, my second honorable mention was going to be Dalvin Cook. He's already had as many touchdowns that he had last year so far right now. And, and like, that's incredible, man. He's got 13, he got 13 touchdowns last year. He got 12 this year. I, he might have, he might have 13 total because he may have a, uh, a receiving one. Or, yeah. yeah. Receiving touchdown. I'm going to start up the next one. Coach of the year. I'm good. I know. People favor, you know, how can I say less talented rosters and overachieving teams as coach of the year. But I'm going to go with the only undefeated team in the league. I'm going to go with the man, for some reason, receives a lot of hate as a coach. I'm going with Mike Tomlin as my halfway coach of the year. 
plain and simple. They're undefeated. Great defense. The offense is rocking. The synergy's there. They're, to me, they're in the toughest division in football. Mike Tomlin. You guys got... What you guys got? Mike Tomlin. You got Mike Tomlin also? <laughs> yeah. I, I fig- Mike Tomlin. I figured, you know, y'all were going to say Mike Tomlin because they're undefeated, which is very, you know, something that he should have, though, but... I think there's a there's a couple great there's a couple really good coaches to see that like Sean McDermott you know what I'm saying Buffalo Bills but uh, I think Kyle Shanahan deserves some love too yeah he does he like, his team is he's yeah. probably God probably have the most injuries in the league right right and they're the 49ers are mostly competitive in a lot of their games they lost their quarterback their running backs their yep. wide receivers defensive end their, 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 their star defensive end yeah and they've had a ton of injuries and you can't overlook the 49ers. Playing it against them, maybe you go with the maybe with go the, Andy Reid in eight and one, maybe. eight and one, or you can go with maybe John the, Harbaugh, the, the Ravens. Mm, I won't go with John Harbaugh. Didn't he win it last year? No, nah, I, I don't think I don't think he won it last year. John Harbaugh didn't win Coach of the Year last year. Why are we? What's the Browns' record? They're five and four now. No, five and five and three. I think they're still five and three. They had a bye. Yeah, that are they're five and three. So you going with the Browns? Um, I don't even know how to. Pre- if I can't pronounce Travis Fulgram. He did it again. There's no R in it. There's no R in his uh, name. Fulgum. 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 Like Frodo. Fulgum. <laughs> Travis Fulgum. There you go. Okay, I don't even know how to pronounce the Browns uh, head coach's <laughs> name. It's Kevin Scovigalaskis. Right. That is exactly what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> you pronounce it. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, I like then. the way you said it. Scovigalaskis. Scovigalaskis. I love it. I love it. He deserves some love. I get the guy from the Bengals. They've been competitive. I know they're two, five, and one, but they've been competitive in every single game. Every game. But Brian Flores deserves a lot of love. That that was going to be my honorable mention. That dude is a hell of a coach, man. Hell yeah. of a coach. I like I said, I just love how they changed the identity, the culture within one year of the Dolphins. I keep mentioning it. To me, that's the team and franchise has given me hope as a Jets fan. You had beginning week one last year, everyone would have said the Dolphins had the worst roster in football. And this year, they're now they're five and three. They beat a solid, Good Cardinals dangerous team. Cardinals team. That defense is rocking. His uh, is it's his identity. He might be. I think he's a Bill Belichick um, disciple, right? He is, he's he is. from he, that tree. He, he was from there. He might be the only one so far that's succeeding from the Bill Belichick well, tree. Mike Frable. I don't think Mike Frable's from that tree. Wasn't he with? Yeah, he was. He's a linebacker. From... No, I know. Well, I mean, he, no, he's no, a coach. I'm, I'm talking about coach, but he's not he's from. He's, he's not, not from, from his coach. coach. No, you're not. Got... No, he's not from the coaching. But staff. that's that's pretty. Uh, much no, you gotta give it to other one. You gotta no, give it to someone else. Can't give it to Bill Belichick. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Nah, it's not, Bill it's not Belichick for the has a, a but, lot to do but with he Mike Frable being. He, he probably took something. I know Frable he probably I don't think yeah. Frable coached anywhere. It's, they just became a head coach. No, no. He was an assistant coach. I forgot Where? which teams. I want to say the Vikings. I'm not sure. Well, I'll have to Google it or something. Watch, but, it, be the, watch, it, be, <laughs> watch it be the Patriots. No, nah, it wasn't the Patriots. <laughs> it wasn't the Patriots. It, even if it wasn't the Patriots, that's still Bill Belichick. Like, no, you give it. You, you I don't give him. I don't give him credit like Tell you guys. Man, give I him. think so. Like who? Bill Belichick? No, I don't give cre- Bill Belichick credit like you guys give. Oh, you don't, I don't think, believe you don't think that he's he... the greatest coach of all time? No, I don't. Who do you think is Bill Parcells? No, Tom Landry. He started his coaching career with the Houston Texans as a linebacker. That's what coach. it was. Yep, the Texans. Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. All right. So please. Well, Bill, well, Bill O'Brien had some success. That's not. That's he, not. He actually he, started his career, Mike Brable, with the Ohio State. You know, a linebackers coach, Ohio State. The uh, Ohio State. The 
No, nah, I don't give a fuck about college. So, <laughs> um, and Houston Texans. He comes from Houston. Who was there in 2014? Who's the head coach in the Texans? Was, was it Cron- Cron- uh, Romeo Cornell? Now, well, if, if it's Romeo Cornell, I guess that's Bill Belichick, right? It is. That is Bill, and so and so is Bill O'Brien. He was successful. Let's not forget he was successful in and and with the yeah yeah team. yeah yeah he was uh, he was hot for a summer or two, but then he <laughs> totally fucked the Texans. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, at the, at the end, I don't know if he wants to get credit for that. He got fucked right after though. Yeah, at the end, so uh, he fucked the Texans. No, but I, so, wait. Question. My bad. I don't mean to cut you off. So if Bill O'Brien, right, Romeo Cornell signed Brabel, who came from Bill Belichick, does that still count as the tree? I uh, I don't. If, as long as you're the head coach, I think it should start a new tree. Because if that's the case, then everybody's, um, I think, was it Bill Walsh? Everybody's Bill Walsh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just, you know. Sometimes it's like that, though. I think Mike Vrabel, if you listen to that dude talk in interviews and you hear, hear how he talks about, like, Bill Belichick, you know you know that. I know he's got a. a lot I know Bill Belichick's got a lot of influence. It's influence, just, I just, yeah. It's just a lot of Bill Belichick's assistants have been ass head coaches. You know, I think, I feel Matt like Patricia's Ted, been garbage. Absolute this? garbage. Yeah. Ted Bruschi could have been a head coach to me. Yeah, um, the, oh, I can't believe I forgot the offensive coordinator that dashed from the Colts oh, job. Uh, 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 who, who was unsuccessful with the Broncos. Oh, uh, Shanahan. Jo- jo- Josh McDaniels. Jo- oh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. He was, he was he, yeah, he was supposed to get signed with the Colts. He's like, nah, I'm staying with the Patriots, right? That's what yeah. it was. But he's an awesome offensive he did, coordinator. T- he did. Yeah, yeah but we're talking, about, we're talking about them as head, head coaches. Head coaches, he was horrible. He okay. Then Charlie, Charlie Weiss. Back at, what, Charlie Weiss. But he was a college coach. But oh. first of all, he's not a Bill Belichick guy. He's a Bill Parcells guy. That's what, it, yeah. Then he went so with Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is a Bill Parcells guy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Bill, Bill Parcells. So is this, like you said, it would just come down from yeah, Bill Parcells? Some, at some point, it's got to come down from someone else. So, right. Anyway, Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin, and you have... I, I think I think I'm going to go with Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Okay, I got no problem with Andy Reid, 8-1. And, and Sean McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start off with... I think it's probably the toughest one to talk about. I'm going to go with... I mean the closest. I won't say the toughest. The closest. But I still have my clear winner. I'm going with right now, rookies, Justin Herbert, 17 touchdowns. That's ninth in the league. 21, 46 yards. Okay, that's 10th in the league. 67th completion rate, five interceptions, and two rushing touchdowns. I know his record is pretty bad, one and six, but they've been competitive in every single game. Right. He's taken over the Chargers. He's given them a – if they had any fans, you would have great hope. So, you know, if you want to join a bandwagon before it starts, I think this is your chance now because there's no, I don't, do you know a Chargers fan? No. I, I don't, it's fucked up. No one's get, getting to enjoy what he's becoming. But this rookie class, I think is the best in a long time. What do you mean, like quarterback wise? I'm just talking about overall. Yeah. There's a lot of, how many, I think there's a lot of rookies in this class that you could talk about being potential rookie of the year. And I don't think it'll be a horrible answer. You know, my honorable mention is Joe Burrow. You know, competitive every single game. 11 touchdowns. Okay, he's eighth in the league in passing yards. Mm-hmm. Only five interceptions. Three rushing touchdowns. He's 5-2-1. and one, And like I said, they're competitive. James Robinson, six in the league in rushing. Beast. You know, I think he's got over 800 yards from scrimmage. Total seven Which touchdowns. Which crazy on the Jaguars. <laughs> undrafted. Undrafted. <laughs> okay. Right. So, and um, we're not, I'm not even getting on the... This wide receiver class, they're, yeah. not, they're not in my top three, and this wide receiver class is pretty special. So, 
that's you know that's who I got in this rookie class and uh, and rookie of the year right now to me is Justin Herbert. What about you, Mike? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Joe Burrow just because. And and I went back and forth between Herbert and Burrow, but I picked Burrow because of the talent that they both have. Talent wise, together, Burrow has less talent on the whole team, and he's been competitive the whole time, every game. Even though they both have, but Burrow, you you didn't expect that at all. You didn't think that they were gonna be competitive at all versus anybody. I might push back on that less talent. Yeah, because he, I think. The Borough, I mean, the Bengals got some offensive weapons over there. You know, I they like their, I like their three, their three wide receivers. So, so does the, so does the Chargers? Oh, they got Keenan Allen. No, that, I'm not saying hey, you know they got saying? they got Mike Williams. But, but I meant like as a team, though. Yeah, like, no, I hear what you're saying. You know, what I'm saying all that stuff. Like, I think that they're he he's doing he's doing he's exceeding expectations. Like he technically he has a better record than Herbert because he has two wins and he has a tie. So it's like that's what kind of got me too. I'm like he even willed the tie with this team. And and <laughs> and he's in a tougher division. And he's in a tougher division too. On top of it, so yeah. That, I, 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 I got, I like I said, I, I don't think you can give me a name, and I would be like, no. Right. I, I, I bet, I, you, I I bet be- you Greg does it. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Locke is not a rookie. He's not like, a you know, rookie. Do not. You can you oh. can say you could even say Jerry Judy, and it'll be okay. Now nah, Chase <laughs> Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Ben Roethlisberger is a better quarterback with him on the field. On the team with Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, all all good receivers, you wouldn't even hear of a rookie. I can't imagine hearing a rookie's, another rookie's name on a team like that. What you're trying to say is he stands out from that rookie. I mean, he stands out from that wide receiver core. Yeah, to me he's... And it's a good core. Yeah, it's a very good core. Um, is He's your rookie of the year right now. Chase Poole. That's what you're saying. Claypool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I told you I told you Greg would say something. Well, I, I got no, but listen, he's he's had some big games and he's he's on an undefeated team. So if you're just talking about impact, you know, I'm statistically he's one of the he, reasons why statistically undefeated. he's not I don't even know if he's in the top three. Maybe he's I don't yeah, I don't think he's the yardage. I don't I don't even think he's even in the top three statistically for wide receivers, but impact, I, if you're arguing that, you know, it's hard to argue that because they have sustained injuries on the Steelers' wide receiver core, and he's been consistent, and he's been a constant, and he's been plugged in to do various different things on that staff. So, you know, I'm not like I said, I don't think that's a bad name, but you do have other wide receivers that I would put in front of him for for the honor. I would put T. Higgins. I would probably put Jefferson. You know, C.D. Lamb. I put over him. CD Lamb has been non-existent the last three weeks, so but uh, that whole offense but that, has that's just, But that's last right. time, fact, yesterday he did pretty good. Yeah, he actually Lamb. did. Yeah, but he did. he had a fumble though. But that's not the point here. Um, if I was to pick, if you was to redraft uh, but, wide receivers, who are you taking number one? Are all the receivers that are all the available? CD Lamb still given, might be number one. Given, but but Claypool, who would you take? Though? But Claypool might be number two. Who'd I hear what you're saying. Uh, who would uh, you take? I, you know, I'll take Jerry Judy over Claypool. His he has the his route running. Oh my god! I, I love his route running. I Yo, love Jerry it, it, like, Judy. He, he, I'm not taking him over Chase King. It's, it's because, but who you got? Locke is very inaccurate. For that reason, he could throw the ball about, but can he get it to him when he's for open? For that reason, you know who else is inaccurate at times? Even though I love him and I think he's the most improved player. Um. Ben Roethlisberger is inaccurate sometimes. 
Sometimes. Okay, but I, okay, out of the wide the receivers that you're talking about, where we're talking about right now, who's yeah. the best quarterback? It's probably Big Ben, right? Ben. Yeah. Um, rookie. No, the you best quarterback. All, every no, rookie you're talking receiver. about all, all, out of all the no, rookie no, wide no, receivers. Not all. Yeah. Of, I'm just talking about the ones you we're talking. You think Joe Bre- Joe Burrow's better than um Ben Roethlisberger? That, that's what I know. I'm saying Big Big Ben is the best quarterback at this point right now. Yeah, I still take Big Ben. Like if yeah. I if we're in the playoffs, who I rather have Joe Burrow or Big Ben? I won't give me Big Ben because they're they're probably not that far apart. As far as oh, Joe no. Burrow and um Big Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, and then also to the point that Chase Claypool is not even the number one receiver in Pittsburgh. But who he's, is? He's, number, he's like number four. I don't know who is though. <laughs> but there's no true number there is one, none. right? There isn't. Right. There is none because right. Juju is a even though he he's they, a slot receiver. He's seen as the most talented. He's a slot receiver, and also they're pretty Deontay much all Johnson. slots. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Besides Except Claypool, Cla- besides Claypool, right? That's what I'm saying. And that's what. That's what. You need a wide receiver to take the top off a of defense or even have a threat so you can have a running game. And I think Johnson could be a threat. Game, game Johnson could be that threat down the field, too. Right. He hasn't, also, he hasn't really shown him. The Bengals, I like, if you're going before the year starts, you're saying A.J. Green's the number one wide receiver in the Bengals. T- to me, it's been T. Higgins yeah. on the Bengals over. Or even Boyd. A- I'm just saying. Yeah. You got, th- you got two other wide receivers that's really good there. Yeah. And T. Higgins is really. Showing, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm T. leading Higgins. the pack here, so I like T. Higgins a lot. I'm I'm not here to fight you on the Claypool. That's your pick, and I'm like I said, I don't think there's really a wrong name here. There's a lot of guys that you could throw out there from this rookie class, and I did think it just speaks to how good this fucking class is. Yeah, that yeah. you could talk about Claypool, and when I'm like that, nah, T. Higgins or, or Justin Jefferson, Jefferson or Je- or Judy, Judy, wh- whoever you want to talk about, C. D. Lamp, like it's incredible. Yep, that. I only saw Mims play two times with the Jets and get 80 yards. Incredible. <laughs> incredible we drafted the one that nobody wants. <laughs> now, hopefully he's, he's got some talent. He's only so been two games and he hasn't. It's not his fault. I mean, yeah, I'm just right. saying. I just hope he turns out to be one of these guys. I just hope. It gives me hope that he turns out to be one of these guys. Right. I really do. We didn't even speak about Brandon Ayuk. He's been, I mean, he's been doing his thing Ayuk. over there. Ayuk. Didn't Ruggs have a big game yesterday? Yeah. Well, it, uh, I didn't. I don't know, but he, they're not using him correctly. I don't like how how they're using him over there because he's really talented. Well, their their offense came alive, and I think he's having an effect. Like I said, he doesn't need to really have a lot. He doesn't need to show up statistics to show the impact he's having on that team, right? Because he's stretching the field a little bit and opening up that offense by him being in that presence. But I love this class, so you know, I'm, I, I like that we have different names here for Rookie of the Year, and it just speaks to the future of this league. The next thing we're going to show up on is Defensive Player of the Year. Ooh. And I'm going to start off first. I know Aaron Donald is... It's like LeBron. Is, is it, <laughs> it's like, like you don't, you're tired of giving it to him. Yeah. Not even tired. How about tired? We know he's the best player, uh, defensive player in the league. Yeah. Okay? The most destructive. But I'm not going to go with him, not because of that reason. If you say his name, I'm not here to fight you on it once again. Right. But I'm going to go with... I'm rewarding the best team here again. I'm going to reward TJ Watt. TJ Watt. He actually has more. He has the most pressures in the league. He, uh, I think Aaron Donald has 22. Uh, TJ Watt has 28. He has. He's third in the league in hurries with 13, more than Aaron Donald. He's fourth in the league with sacks, and they're the best defense in the league. I'm going to TJ Watt as right now my defensive player of the year, leading that team, and he is. For some reason, not getting the love that 
His brother has enjoyed for over the years, right. and Aaron Donald has enjoyed over the years. T.J. Watt is a, is a fucking star. Is a, yeah, it's incredible, and I think he's the my uh, halfway point defensive player of the year. You, Greg? Um, aside from Aaron Donald, I would agree with you about T.J. Watt, but Aaron Donald has been destructive, and I think that that team lost so many players on defense and so close to the to the cap name it's just really Aaron Donald and James Jalen Ramsey on that on that defense. Jalen yeah. Ramsey, okay, you're talking about the Rams. So you still go on Aaron Donald. He actually yeah. he actually is tied for the most sacks in the league at nine, twenty one pressures, you know, six hurries. It's not even tied at at that position. That's just unheard of. He's, like, and he's he's, he's double teamed ev- he's like probably yeah, triple teamed sometimes. You're lining up against like over the top of the center and the guard, which is like the hardest position to get a sack at. And he's still killing and dominating. It's unbelievable. Aaron Donald, yeah, like I said, he is. Like you said, LeBron. Of he's, the, the, he's LeBron. He's LeBron of the defensive player. He's a freak. They stopped, they stopped giving the MVP to LeBron. I was like, all right, you're great. We get it. We got to give it to other people. <laughs> well, I think, I think there's actually more arguments in the NBA when those guys won the MVP over LeBron. Aaron Donald is just, it's hard to Say not it. give well, it to I mean, him. Yeah. Me. Well, we know. We, we know. You yeah. are the LeBron. You are the LeBron jockstrap. We you know this. Uh, the personal ball, ball washer. washer. I just stop. Just stop playing. Like with the MVP is a joke now in the NBA. I'm sorry. I I just think it's a joke. I think it's absolute joke. <laughs> we give it to whoever we think we, whoever we think we can uplift. Now we give it to James Harden, even though he plays no defense. Whatever. Now we give it to Giannis, even though he can't make a shot from perimeter, and. And we oh, no, you bugging out. Let's stop. Yeah, stop. Yeah, you bugging with the Giannis, okay? Yo, you stop. Oh, did he get a jump most, shot? It's most, Is this breaking news? You breaking most, news now? It's, wait, so, so he got a jump shot? Player. What, for, did, did Shaq need a jump shot to win the MVP? The Shaq need a free throw to win MVP. No, you know, he didn't because, <laughs> right, exactly. because of what he was doing. But exactly. Giannis is not doing what yeah, Shaq he is actually, dominant. He's actually he's dominant. He's actually he's dom- not as dominant as Shaq was. Uh, he's actually, he's actually uh, what? You're wrong about that. What? He actually has no. the most. When no, you're talking about in the paint, he has no, the I'm most not. points since Shaq in the paint. I'm not. I'm talking and he's about only, dominant. He is I'm dominant. Talking, what are you talking I'm about? I'm not talking. He is forget dom- about. And he has Nate. no other. He has no superstar. No other star on it's his Yan- team. Yanimus. Is Yanimus? Yanimus. Yanimus. And nobody else. Don't give me fucking Middleton. Don't give me fucking Eric Bledsoe. Don't give me no fucking bullshit. Brook Lopez. He's carrying <laughs> that team to sixty fucking wins. Yeah, he is. That okay? team is not garbage. Because he's that team is not no, I said he's garbage. He's no, he's carrying no, that team. No, I said he was garbage. He's not. He's carrying that team, but not the way LeBron. Carried, carried teams in the past. Jordan fucking Clarkson, Jay Crowder, and we, like you're we, not. You're, we're not comparing right we're not, now. We, I, we we're can't, we we're can't not talking compare. about. First of all, Giannis was not <laughs> like, playing when it, LeBron had those teams. And guess what? LeBron won those MVPs. No, okay. he didn't. Win, he didn't win that that year. LeBron, he carried Jer- Jordan Ka- Clarkson LeBron, and and um Jay Crowder. He didn't win the Le- MVP. LeBron, LeBron, yeah, LeBron should probably have Kyrie. one more or two more, two more at most MVPs. I get, I understand that, but he's won like four of them. Yes, it's four, not like yeah, yes, it's four. not like he's missing out on the MVP. I'm not saying he's missing out. I'm just say, Greg. I'm not lot. saying he. Greg, you really oh, discredit him. Not like him. missing. You're why? sitting saying, on Giannis. Why I'm not shitting on Giannis. On Giannis yes, you are. But the the facts are the facts. He fact. said he didn't need an MVP. I'm saying he's not the MVP to me. He's not. He's so, not the so, most valuable so, player in the so league. So who should have won it this year? LeBron. Okay. Easy. You, okay. Easy. All right. Easy. There's no questions about it. 
Easy. I know, because he don't have Antonio. I mean, he don't have Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. Like, he wasn't an MVP without Anthony Davis. He was. Okay, then. So, I'm just he saying. He was. He took that garbage team last year, that garbage team, and made him a fourth seed in the West. And we're blowing out the Golden State Warriors by 25 points before he got I, injured. And what were the, it's a joke. So like, what were the Bucks please. before Giannis? Okay. If you talk about taking teams, Giannis has made the Bucks into a LeBron championship contender. LeBron has took more bums to the playoffs than any player in NBA history. I don't even want to hear You're it. comparing him to, uh, how old is Giannis? 24, you, 25 you years old? I'm just saying he's not, the, and he's not more valuable than LeBron. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, is that crazy? No, is that I, I, I used to, But we're not talking about, we're talking about winning the MVP. <laughs> I, I am talking about winning the MVP. You're he's not more valuable. He's Greg, not a more valuable Greg, player you take than, Giannis than LeBron. off of the Bucks. What are the Bucks? You take LeBron off the Lakers. What are the Lakers? Lakers might be an AC. Um, the Bucks is a lottery they're, pick. They're AC. Yeah, they're AC. with Antonio maybe. Davis. Maybe. Right. Wait, actually, hold up. No, it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed they're AC. They're fighting for. Pal- they're fighting for the yes, AC. Yes, yes, they're fighting for the AC. What are the and Bucks doing without Giannis? They're fighting they're for the second pick. They're still beating the Knicks, pick. Nets, and they're fighting and for the, the second, the, first, they're still, third, they're fifth still going, pick. They're they, fighting for a lottery pick. Top five, one hundred percent. No, 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 they're yes. not a lottery team. Listen, without, the without the point is here. I don't agree with that. Um, I understand how you who, feel. Who LeBron? takes a spot? Wait, who takes a spot out we, of the East we, in the AFC? All right, say that. Say okay. they, Say that. They, um, they, they don't make they the don't playoffs. Make the playoffs. Who, who's making the playoffs? Okay, so what we what we got going on right now? We had the Bucks number one, right? So yeah. now they get they out of there. So who slide into the two? The second seed was the um. The with the, the Celtics? Celtics, yeah. So Celtics. let's say it's the Celtics. Let's say it's the Heat. Let's say it's the um, the, the, the Sixers. What does Sixers. that have to do with the, 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 the Bucks were the number? The Bucks were destroying. The, the Bucks were destroying teams this year. First of all, we're supposed to be talking about NFL, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, talk, but I'll talk about the Bucks destroying teams in the regular season. Killing. It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, you know, they just they're sliding by with fifty wins. They were destroying. They were on. They were probably on pace to hit winning like sixty eight games. And he's playing at 30 minutes a game. He's sitting out whole fourth quarters because they're destroying teams. And that's because of Giannis. The Giannis, I'm talking about right now, if you had to start a franchise for the next 10 years, you're probably picking Giannis. The only other player you're probably picking is Luka. That's it. That's the only way LeBron does a fit in the argument because argument, he's going to retire. No, we're talking like about LeBron. Years. LeBron. We're not saying LeBron is not the man. LeBron is the man. <laughs> it's I the just, only way you're not saying LeBron over Giannis is if you're starting a franchise for the next ten years. That's the only way you're. That's the only way I'm picking him over anything over Giannis and anything. Oh, that's that's bro, it, bro. I'm taking tomorrow. Like if, if right now, if I need some a team for for next year, obviously I'm taking LeBron. But what we're trying to say is Duh. it's the most valuable gonna, player. That not, is the most valuable player. No, Who are man. you starting your team to with your next team, year? To your this, team. Uh, uh, this coming year, I'm picking Giannis over LeBron this coming up year. Sad. You know why? Sad. Because bro. that's sad. the NBA just agreed to the 70-game season, 72-game season. Well, LeBron's not going to play a lot. Yeah, you're He's right. not going to play a lot. You're right, you're right. They're going to have to sit him down. The season's going to start in a... What do you mean? Why? Why? He's 30, he's gonna be, what do you mean? He's going to be his 86? He's going to be... He's gonna, 36. You don't think he's going to sit down a lot? His 18 nope. NBA oh, okay. seasons, bro. I bet you this will be his lowest minutes, lowest games played in his whole career. I put it to you right now. They're going to sit him... He's not going to play back-to-back games. They're going to sit him down big time. I was talking to the other day... It's going to be a lot more. Anthony Davis is going to have to carry that team so they can make it to the playoffs. Yep. Because I'm with you. You smoke. That team barely makes the playoffs without LeBron. I'm with you there. LeBron yeah. is the fucking man. Yeah. The Nuggets. I'm you just still talking, got the Nuggets. The forget, about, forget about the other 
fucking teams. I don't need to give a fuck about them. I don't give a shit about them. We know LeBron's the man. I'm saying is this upcoming year, there's going to be a fucking problem when you have a condensed season, 72 games, which I think is too much, starting in Christmas Day. Yeah. And LeBron's – and you just came – you just finished the season a month and a half ago. LeBron's going to be sitting down. He's going to be tired. You bro. have you to sit down. You're talking about Kawhi. You're saving you him for the playoffs. James Hart, maybe. Talking about LeBron – I don't see him sitting down, I don't, sitting I don't, out games. I wouldn't I'm be watching, surprised. I wouldn't I be surprised. The Lakers especially, especially, oh my God, let them lose. Let them lose five games in the first. In, in the first, I am not month. saying. I'm not let saying. Let them lose. There's no way. There's I think. No way. I, I didn't. LeBron just come out with a, an interview recently with Obama saying, "I'm going to take my time. I might take the first month off." He already stated some shit like that. Like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be chilling. Greg, I'm gonna take. It. He Greg. said it. I want him to see. He Greg, said it. He did it. He I did believe it. when he see it. Greg, he did it last. He takes. He takes games off. He did it last season. Not the. Not this season. The season. He takes games off. He takes. Like, like he'll be like back, 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 injury, back soreness or when something. they when they claim when right. But now this is a shorter. Now it's a shorter season. They're talking about like like as we're saying back to back games and but they talk about back to back games with. A re- with one day rest in between another so back to back game. Cap? Like, what's the cap? It's, was he going to play fifty games? No, I'm just talking about. I rather have Giannis because he's playing next every year. single game. Giannis is playing. I understand your argument, LeBron. He is the MVP. He is the MVP. He is. He is. <laughs> that's the. That's my only argument. He's the superstar of the league. He is beyond the 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 court. Yeah, and. He changes the dynamic of a whole franchise. Yo, even Jordan didn't win MVP oh every, every year he was Yo, in the listen, league, bro. He, I'm not gonna talk about that. Yo, but if you talk about the same, way, if you're talking about the same things, yeah, Le- Michael Jordan deserves ten MVPs also. True. If you're talking about the same things, LeBron, how he changes the dynamic of everything, which you are correct on, Craig, which you are correct on, Clyde Michael, Drexler. No, stop it. I'm going to end you right now. Stop it. Stop it. Clyde Drexler does not change the... Di- yes, not, he does. He does what? Not ch- Yo, oh, my God, Yo, bro. bro. I understand LeBron. I understand LeBron. That's all right. Football. That's all right. I understand your LeBron love is another level. I understand your love is another level. Clyde Drexler. Is he a bum? No. Did he a, wake up? He's a you bum just now? Called, you basically just called Giannis a bum. Who's, who I'd rather have in the history of basketball? Who I'd rather have in the history of basketball? Giannis or, or Clyde Drexler? Give me Giannis over Clyde Drexler. By okay? a lot, too. By, uh, nah, I don't, no, okay. I don't know about that. I am talking about the whole dynamic. No, I'll take Clyde Drexler. Shout out to Clyde Drexler. I am talking about the whole... Di- <laughs> he carried the league. Michael Jordan was the league. I'm not taking Giannis over Clyde Drexler on no days. Okay, whatever. No days. All right. Can okay. you make a okay. three-pointer? Can, right. can he shoot a three? <laughs> Have you right. seen this league? No, I love how I'm you're comparing good. a guard to a... Basically, who's a center. That's what Giannis is. Yo, yo, yes. That's the question. Yo, yes. yes. I agree. Okay. I'll, take, I'll take the guard if, over. If Giannis was in Clyde Drexler's era... He would dominate. It, it, it's exactly what they used to play. Down low, and he's faster than everybody. Yeah. He would kill yeah. in that era. I, I didn't, I'm not saying he So wouldn't. why would you no, take no, Clyde? This conversation's <laughs> over. I can't. Because, Clyde, because I think Clyde's a better he, he won't give think, Michael Jordan his credit. He wants me I to think say. Clyde, you I'm, not, me, I'm not giving. You, you want me to say LeBron, which I already agreed with, is the most valuable yeah. man in the NBA. So Michael Jordan was at his time, too. It's just it's not even close. <laughs> It's not even close. Yeah. Well, I'm not even, when he was with Scotty. Who, who won the, not, who won the am, defensive player? You, keep, talk, yeah. you yeah. keep talking about... You, well, keep, you it, add Scotty to that. You yeah, keep talking yeah. about only on... Not without Scotty, though. Without Scotty what? 
Not without Scotty when he was getting out in the first when he got swept in the first round. And he was still the most marketable man. He and shot twenty six percent from three. Bro, LeBron has no, got swept. You, you didn't have me defend Ooh. Michael Jordan. Le- LeBron has never got swept out of the first round. He never lost him first. Not the first round. No, he never lost him first round. You sure about that? Yes, fourteen straight. Never lost in the first round. I'm not sure who, about that. Who, who outed him in the first round? Did he make it to the playoffs every year? He must not miss every, playoffs. Not okay, every, then. No, okay. No, no. So not his rookie year. So it sounds like that stupid ass year. it sounds like that stupid ass LeBron argument. No, it's yeah, not he, that lost rookie the, argument. he lost in the finals. It's like, all right, but, but Michael Jordan makes no, it to the but playoffs. Michael, jo- Michael Jordan never went anywhere without Scotty. Scotty, Phil, and, and Krause. I'm gonna, never, I'm gonna use. I, you, I can't believe you're gonna have me defend Michael Jordan. And I'm, I'm not, not Michael gonna Jordan defend fan. him. I I'm not gonna defend. defend him. I think the Bulls, Giannis cannot the, be the most valuable the, player if you cannot make a permanent shot. That makes no sense. Because retarded. That makes no I, sense. I don't think so. That I makes no sense. Retarded. So. There's been MVPs who can't shoot. There's been tons of MVPs who can't shoot. Yo, who did he lose? Who did the Bucks lose to in, in the playoffs? The Heat. The, they went to the finals. What did the What did the Heat? It's do? like you know the same argument. It's like it saying old. LeBron doesn't like to take the last shot, so he shouldn't be the nah, most MVP. Nah, he shouldn't be. He makes the make. He passes not, the ball up with the last the shot. It's not he, the same. He passes the ball to Danny he's Green. Not, yeah. He's not the MVP. That's he's a, it's a stupid ass argument like that. Players, that's a stupid ass argument like that. Just like that. He passes the ball to Danny Green. He passes the ball to Danny Green last shot. He passes the ball to Danny Green last shot. Not MVP. Why are we he's not having this and argument? Because it's stupid. stupid. What you say is stupid. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? Oh Would you God. take AD over Giannis? What? Would you take? No, AD I'd rather over have Giannis. Giannis. I'd rather have Giannis. Not me. Yo, yo. Yeah, and, but me. I have no problem. That's no problem with not that. Me. I got no I problem. You saying? I think AD is better. AD's than Giannis probably the second best day. player in the league. All I have day. no problem. You saying AD? Okay, but you're just speaking on the fact about argument. AD's probably the second best player in basketball, right. and he's playing with LeBron. That I don't think he's LeBron. the second best player. That helps. That helps. But I, I think, okay, what do you think he is? Number five? Oh, no, my no, bad. I, he's no, top no, five no, 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 no. What is he? So what do you, he, he relieves everything for LeBron. Like, LeBron no, relieves everything. better than Giannis. And he relieves everything for, like, LeBron relieves everything for Anthony. Anthony relieves everything for LeBron. So, please. So, I can use that same. You got two guys that's MVP Candidates on the same team. You would trade Middleton, you would trade Brooke Lopez, you would trade Eric Bledsoe, four or five people for AD instantly. Right. So do not talk on to me up. Yeah. What do you mean on the books? You would you would you trade those guys for AD? If I had Giannis already. Oh my fuck, you're not answering my question. Would you trade those guys for AD? I'm trading. Are you thinking about it? You trade Lamar no, Jackson, but no, you want to trade for so, Middleton? Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm done with this conversation. I'm done with this shit. Fucking the the jock strap has spoken. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna trade for the same for the same position. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Never trade for the same position. Okay. Sure. All right. Makes no sense. You're right. Dan Robinson, Tim Tim Duncan didn't work. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, defensive player of the year. I go on T.J. Watt, as I stated before. You got T.J. Watt too, right? No, he's saying Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Hey, oh, Aaron Donald. Donald. Um, I'm going. I'm going with a, and I don't want to go this way because I don't really like the Browns. But going Miles Garrett. Um, most sacks in the league, also tied for most sacks in the league with Aaron Donald. Someone, uh, like if you look at it defensively, then like the Browns' defense is pretty bad. Like they're like the bottom, of, like bottom ten in the league. They give up like 300 and like 80 yards a game or something like that. And if they would give up more if Miles Garrett wasn't getting these pressures and getting these sacks and getting in their head. Like he demands, like like just like Donald, he dem- like he's one of those guys who's like he's just a different build. Like you have to game plan for this guy, and that's what I that's what I I was like I was racking my brain. I'm like Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett. Thought about Watt too, but 
what, what the thing about with Waters is like that whole defense. That whole defense is incredible. Miles Garrett is like the only person. Him and Denzel Ward. They really have no secondary. They don't have any. Really don't have anybody who can stop the run over there. He's the only one who's actually putting in that work over there. So that's why I'm putting Miles Garrett up there. And plus, they're winning games because when it's time, he makes the play happen. When they need to get a stop, he's that guy. It's funny how we pick three defensive linemen as defensive players. I just want to give some love to some other positions. Not that I have them as defensive player of the year, but it deserves a little bit of love. Uh, Fitzpatrick from the Steelers, the safety. Yep. Probably the best play, best playmaking safety or secondary guy yeah. in the NFL. I like Marcus Peters a lot, too. From uh, the, Buda, the, Buda Baker. Buda Baker. Oh, Buda Booga. Buda Booga. Buda, Buda Booga. Um, no, bu- Buda Bum or something like that. Who's very underrated. And no one talks about him. I'm going to give him some love. Who's got a lot of pressures, hurries. He's only got four and a half sacks, but he's being destructive in that uh, in the pass rush. And that is Shaquille Barrett from the Buccaneers. From the Bucks. Deserves outside linebacker. I'm, no one's talking about him. And he's. Yeah. if you look at his numbers, it's pretty remarkable what he's doing You know, without getting a sack. He's really making these quarterbacks think about him right. on that side of the field. So any honorable mentions from you guys? Just Aaron Donald. That's it. Just give him to him. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I, I like I like uh, Garrett. Nah, over Donald. But um, I also what I, I like too. Like he's becoming like a real shutdown corner. And you got to give Miami a little heat, little love. Um, Xavier, Xavier Howard. Is it Howard? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Xavier Howard. Xavier he Howard to, he used he, to be on the the Vikings. Nah, that's Rhodes. Uh, this oh, they drafted. Oh. They drafted him. The Dolphins drafted. Oh, they dropped. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He he uh. Leads the league in, in uh, picks this year. He has four. And uh, they don't throw to the side. He's really become like a shutdown corner. And that, and that, when you have that guy, that helps out the rest of your defense. It gives you time to actually get to the quarterback. And that's what they're doing. The, the, the Miami defense is so improved. The, the Miami defense is the highest scoring defense in the league. Yeah. And they scored again. They scored again on a fumble. On a fumble. Yeah. So watch out for the Dolphins. Yeah. And uh, they're up and coming. And Brian Flores, they deserve some mention in this list. A little something. A little something. A little something. Let's not get crazy. Uh, let's move over to Offensive Player of the Year. And it's not LeBron James, okay? We cannot put LeBron <laughs> in football. He may be, he might be a beast He in might football. be the best tight end in football. He'll be the best tight end in football. Why not wide receiver? Why would I put him at wide receiver? He be eight wide receiver. It'd be unstoppable. No, I would <laughs> exactly. But I wouldn't put. Exactly. I wouldn't put him. He won't have the speed to go down the field. I'll put him at tight end. Yes, he would. Okay. But what do you think LeBron runs? Uh, I guess He's he runs fast. a four. He runs he, a four. Well, he came in the league. I don't think he runs a four three. You no. don't need to. Michael Thomas is not that fast. Michael Thomas, but his forty is not. What is it? Four, a four six something. Like four, something like crazy. four, something like that. But yeah. he's like a slot receiver, Michael Thomas. Nah, he works on. The he outside, he does so. both. I know he does both. He does. He does most of his damage. Anyway, I'm he putting, doesn't everything for wide receiver. I, anyway, anyway. I, I'm putting LeBron at tight end if I would. Yeah, first I, I, of all, I would too. I will ha- what six eight block for me real quick, yeah. <laughs> and then blow the blow the top off for of the damn. If you thought Antonio Gates was insane as a basketball player, <laughs> right. translating to a football field, I'm putting LeBron there. Even though we don't know how LeBron takes a hit, he might be a punk. You don't know right. that either, so True. I'm not saying LeBron would destroy in football. Anyway, offensive player of the year, I thought this was pretty tough for me because I have a few names here. Um, I'm going to go with, but I really want to talk about my honorable mentions. <laughs> I'm going to end up saying Alvin Kamara, okay? Leading the league from scrimmage yards, over 1,000. Mm. He's got 1,036. 
471 rushing, 565 receiving. He's third in receptions with like 56 catches. He's got eight total touchdowns. And Michael Thomas was injured. He was carrying in a lot of ways. He wasn't the only piece on the Saints offense, but he was the main piece of the Saints offense the first half of this season. And he's been basically more of a wide receiver this year yeah. than a running back. And obviously he can he's still in the top 12 in rushing yards in this league. So Alvin Kamara what right now is leading the offensive player of the year. And it's funny how they won offensive player of the year last year with Michael Thomas right. when he caught what 147 catches. It was a ridiculous last amount of catches. My honorable mentions, he was come up insane the last two weeks. Both of these players is Dalvin Cook, who's leading the league in rushing. Oh, my God. 13 total touchdowns, as you said before. He's got over a 1,000-yard scrimmage. And when it comes to impact, this is the guy that really – this is really my second place who I was fighting to put as my offensive player of the year is Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. He's leading the league 112 yards per receiving a game. He has eight touchdowns and only six games. Six games, yep. And he is – the only wide receiver threat consistently on the Packers. Packers. And when he plays, you see Aaron Rodgers targeted him, and he I feel like he catches everything. He's like a spider fucking web. Yeah. Everything, he's just getting caught, right? And he's having an insane year. I, I really want, I really wanted to put him there, but I couldn't take away from what Alvin Kamara has done the first half. Yeah. Uh, but Devontae Adams... You know, it wouldn't be surprising if he keeps up like this, the way he's been playing the last two weeks. I think he's averaged like 180 yards the last two games. Um, People better watch out for the second half. Yeah. So, you know, those are my three. Greg, who do you got offensive player of the year? DK Metcalf. Beast. 6'4". 240 pounds or whatever it is. Well, he is. He's probably like LeBron. Like chisel out of fucking granite. Everybody's LeBron. Anybody that's a freak is a LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> but no, he is. A, he's a specimen. That's yeah. just. A, and then, then that speed on that team. Yeah, I'll take DK Metcalf, offensive player of the year. DK, DK Metcalf. I can't go DK. with DK Metcalf. No, no, I can't. He's got too many. He's got too much help. <laughs> I, he does. I, he's got the best. Yeah, wide, t- he's got t- the, Lockett. He's got yeah. the best. And the reason I went with non. Like I think Alvin Kamara has. I think they needs to change. Alvin Kamara, he's he was the only he was the only person. He was the only person on the Saints first eight weeks. And Dalvin Cook has been the only person really consistently on. Even though they have some statistics out there with the Vikings for some reason, statistics. Those are pretty good wide receivers. They got good wide receivers, but Kirk Kirk Cousins is even though sometimes he'll put up some incredible stats. Yeah, he's inconsistent. But um, Devontae Adams, I'm just saying, I just. There's one rule I think they should change the offensive player should be non-quarterbacks only. They need to stop putting offensive player of the years and quarterback. I, I think so because how many times has an MVP not a quarterback? Yeah. Has it, when's the last one? May, uh, did May, Adrian and Peterson? I, 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 think, I think Peterson got offensive player of the year and they gave it to Manning as MVP. I think that's I think what so. happened. I don't remember what was the last. Wow. I think that's what happened. I'm just saying. He almost, he was there though. Like, they did that because they wanted to give him MVP, but they were like, Payne Manning killed it, so we're just going to flip it. Yeah, and the year Ray Lewis should have won it. I think <laughs> I think, yeah, I think like the only MVP in the mm. league. I could be way wrong. The only defensive player of the year, I mean, the only defensive player, was, was it LT that won MVP? Didn't LT Taylor? Won, yeah, Lynn Lawrence Taylor won MVP, I believe. That sounds right. And maybe L, that LT 
Damian Tomlinson might be in the last not. So, I, I could be wrong. I, I haven't looked at the. I'm just saying it's usually an MVP. It's a quarterback. Yeah. And I, and I think the offensive play of the year should be a non-quarterback, and that's why I made my list like this. I didn't include any quarterbacks because it's fucking bullshit. They should have went offensive play of the year and MVP because we know quarterbacks is the most important position probably in sports, and they are the most of the time the key to a team's offense, and they're going to have the ball in their hand. They, they're the only player that has the ball in their hand 90-something percent of the yeah. time. So that's why I went with... These guys at position, skilled positions. So you went with DK Metcalf. With like eight touchdowns now? Yeah, eight I, touchdowns, I, like 760 yards, something like that. I, you know. He's pretty much about to pass his uh, in like another week. He'll pass. It's your pick, but you know, I don't like it. You know, fuck it. I don't yeah, like it. It is what it is. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Either. I don't like it. DK. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like it. DK Metcalf, DK. But DK Metcalf, he's, like I said, he's, a super, he's becoming a superstar, so... I'm not here to hate on it either. It's just, I really wish he was on a, He was the 64th pick in the draft. He could have been on anybody's team. He could have been on the fucking Jets. <laughs> he could have been on a lot of places. A lot of teams. I know. And it's and it's funny. I remember before the draft, it was me, Ali, and Mike. Mike was talking about, you know, he ain't going to be he ain't gonna be a first pick. Me and Ali was like, he should be a first round. I mean, yeah. a top 10 pick. You saw his combine, and Mike was like, you see his, his cone? And it was like he had a yeah. terrible cone yeah, combine. Like, that that was the biggest thing about him that they they felt like he wasn't gonna be a really great route runner. So what did and we learn? Cones don't matter. <laughs> cones, yeah. cones don't, don't matter. matter. Cones don't matter. Forties don't really matter either. I remember when yeah. Terrell Suggs when he was coming out, he fell in the draft, even though he was a, still a hot first yeah. round pick. But he fell because his forty. I'm like uh, a defensive lineman does not need to run forty. If he's running forty yards, someone threw a fucking pick. <laughs> All right, there's a there's a problem. You know? It's insane that DK Metcalf is the 64th pick, and he is probably so far the best wide receiver from his draft, which was last year's draft. Anyway, your offensive player of the year. Um, I already mentioned him earlier. I'm going with Cook for this, all the same reason that you said. Like they don't have an offense unless he's on the field. Like they don't threaten. They don't threaten to beat anybody unless he's on the field. I think they. I think they have a solid offense. He just changes the whole dynamic of like, the Vikings. Like they're not winning a game. Without this year, especially without Dalvin but, Cook, but that's what I'm saying. Like the wins that they have, he's murdered mm-hmm. in those games. I think the last two weeks he's got close to 400 yards. It's ridiculous from scrimmage. It's it's ridiculous. And it, I'm loving it on my fantasy teams. I have him on two of my fantasy teams. It's very nice. So like, and I, and I gotta give a shout out to Greg because <laughs> he gave me a, a draft day trade. <laughs> you know, he let me trade up in the draft to get Sorry. Dalvin Cook. So good, it's dynasty. It, not, it is dynasty. Not annual. So. You're, you're, you know what? Our tr- trade wasn't that uh, people thought, especially Mike thought, I, thought I lost it. in that trade because I traded my first. Why are you declaring victory like it's over yet? I'm, it's no, not I'm, over. I'm not saying it's over. I'm not saying I won the, the trade. I'm just I, saying I it's not like a bad get, trade. Yeah. I feel like you gave up a lot. I mean, kind of changing my tune now because what Dalvin Cook's been doing, but I feel like you gave up a lot in hopes that he would stay healthy and, and kill. Like, we all know he can. And he has so and far. he has so far. I'll, I'll what, just what, say the what, trade. What did you get in those picks? I, he got he got Lamar Jackson and George Kittle. One's injured. So, one's. so basically, this was how the trade ended up. I have Dalvin Cook and Kareem Hunt, and he has Lamar Jackson and George Kittle. So I'm definitely going to win this year in you're, fantasy you're, terms. You're, yeah, you're winning that trade. In fantasy terms right now. But I remember at the time you were saying, oh, Ezra, I think you gave up 
too much because I gave up the second. Yeah, your the, first and that. I gave up my second. Your second. And third. So okay. it was the last pick of the second round and the first pick of the third round. And Greg, I traded up for his first round, fifth pick, and his eighth round pick. So I turned the eighth round pick, which I at the I thought about it. I should have probably demanded, you know, you got to give me like a sixth rounder or a seventh rounder, a yeah. little higher. But I turned that eighth rounder into Kareem Hunt and his. He's I been can't doing com- good. He's been doing good for me. I can't complain. So, you know, I got to, you know, I, maybe I got to pat myself on the back for drafting so well, but that's not the point here. Thank <laughs> you, Greg, for giving me Dalvin Cook. You had the fifth or the, no, the sixth pick. A six pick. Yeah, the six, six pick. A six pick. Okay, so I want to thank everybody else for letting Dalvin Cook drop down to the six pick. Did, Very did, nice. You did that trade. When the pick was there, right? It wasn't like before that. No, no, it was. It was. He right. sent it to me. He was on the clock. He was on the clock, and gotcha. we had an unlimited clock because it's a slow it draft. A it was still a risky pick, so I'll give it to you because it was a risky pick because you're still doing, still in um, contract disputes at the time too. So, so you know, you I, that's, know that's, that's going to play this year. I was just like, I had him last year. I was like, you know, I love Dalvin Cook. He is, you know, very underrated. I it just I really liked him. You know, he's he's a beast. Still and, lost to me this year though. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I lost you this year, but I'm about to become the number one seed and after tonight's game. How about that one? Hey, are you in the playoff picture right now? <laughs> no, no, you're not. Not yet. Not yet. You can, you can be with Tom Brady if you want to win your team. But uh, anyway. All right. All anyway, right. We'll move on to our MVP conversation, our last uh, conversation of the night. Uh, because of that NBA rant we went on. It's <laughs> eating up a lot on the clock here. <laughs> I'm going to go last here. Mike, who is your half-season MVP at this point? Uh-huh. I, I went back and forth with this, too, as well. Um, but I, I, I'll do that, and then I'll say my honorable mentions. Um, without, like, question after I made my decision, it's Russell Wilson. Like, that defense is terrible. They do not have six wins if Russell Wilson doesn't play at the rate that he's playing. Like, I, you spoke about it earlier. You brought it up, like, his attempts. Per, like his touchdowns per attempts, I believe it's six. Like he was at a crazy number early in the year. Like he, every six attempts, it was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like that's how crazy like he been playing out of his fucking mind. And like and like we talked about it before, he doesn't throw. It's not one throw that I think it's a bad throw from Russell Wilson. He doesn't make a bad decision. He doesn't get hit. He doesn't get hit hard. He always slides. He's the smartest quarterback in the NFL, I think, as well too. How you know that? Well, also we spoke. I, I, he's I, married to Sierra. He's married to oh. Sierra. It's pretty smart. <laughs> he got future. Ba- he, he has future's that's baby f- calling him daddy. That's a strong <laughs> argument. You know what I'm saying he's got future's <laughs> baby calling him daddy. But um, yeah, I I just feel like when when the game is on the line and you put the ball in his hand, there's not many better. If if there is anybody better than Russell Wilson to get you that win, so with that defense that terrible and he has six wins still, that that's the reason why I put him as MVP. Greg, I'm just switch it up. Just to switch it up? Who Just you gonna? to switch it up. Pat Mahomes. I think he's going to go with LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> Again. But if Pat, he play quarterback, probably would. Nah, he would probably. Yeah. That, that's what, that's what I was quarterback. Going, that's what I was going back and forth with. He's real Patrick good at Mahomes, passing. Patrick Mahomes. Pat, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes and, and, and Russ. And then my honorable mention, Josh. So you're going with Patrick Mahomes. Okay, I'm going to go with. This to me is getting real tight now. I think Russell Wilson was leading a fair distance in my mind. But after this weekend, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. He's got 29 touchdowns and everything what Mike said. If he's not Russell Wilson, peak Russell Wilson, this team is not 6-2. and two. He's got 29 touchdowns. He's leading the league in touchdowns. And he's averaging 317 yards per game. 
He is effectively the man mm-hmm. over there. And Patrick Mahomes, 27 total touchdowns, one interception. Now, Russell Wilson has eight interceptions now. So Patrick Mahomes has one interception. And I thought the Chiefs' offense was kind of, you know, not up to its potential. And I was holding Patrick Mahomes back a little bit. But you're eight and one. And when he needs to come alive, he comes alive. I thought they let a few teams in some games, like that Chargers game. Yep. But you can't dispute with 27 touchdowns, one interception. Patrick Mahomes is the machine. He's the train. And my other mention is Aaron Rodgers. 24 touchdowns, two interceptions. And Aaron Rodgers, a limited... When, when your team says, all right, we're going to draft a backup quarterback, a backup running back... <laughs> Yeah. A backup tight end, it shows that you believe in Aaron Rodgers to make up for the deficiencies and playmakers on your team. That's what it's saying in my mind. Is and that he what has, they were saying? I'm, Jesus Christ, it didn't seem like that. I'm saying if you're not, if you're, if you feel like you have a Super Bowl window, you go after it. They decided to. All right, we got contracts coming up. We need to draft our future. We need to secure our cap room. And Aaron Rodgers will allow still to be Super Bowl contenders. I'm not saying it's the right decision. <laughs> okay. Besides the quarterback, I don't care who you got. Always draft the quarterback. <laughs> you know me? Draft a fucking quarterback. But besides Trade that, you up to draft a quarterback. Though. You get you get Aaron Rodgers some help, but they believe in him. And Aaron Rodgers has got him riding six and two. Those are you know, those are the MVPs. I know we can bring up some names like Alvin Kamara. Josh Allen. Uh, jo- you know, um, Josh uh, Allen. Yeah, maybe like eighth, ninth. I don't know. You're probably he's, right. He's, come on, man. He's over Kamara. Stop it. Okay. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's over than Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? I anyway. with either. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, you know, it's going to go to a quarterback. It's just, just the history of the NFL. Unless you have an insane beyond numbers at a skill position. And I think those are the top three quarterbacks this year. So those are the top three MVPs for me. Any other names deserve some love? Lamar Jackson's not in the top ten, and he was the—he's the reigning MVP. I noticed. Mm. If anybody anybody knows, he knows. (laughs) Yeah, he knows. I know you're ready to trade him last week. I know. For Um, for crackers right now. (laughs) (laughs) Saltine crackers. I still think uh, Lamar Jackson is still one of the. Top ten quarterbacks you want on your team, probably well, top I five. I w- probably still top five, and you, know, you probably want on your team. Is there five quarterbacks? Maybe? No, I don't think. I I don't know. Well, Justin Herbert looks pretty good. I don't know. You gonna take Justin Herbert over Lamar Jackson I want right Lamar now? Lamar Jackson over okay, Justin Herbert. Would go again. Stop it. I don't know. I'm just saying. On the Ravens, this guy wants to trade him so bad. On the Ravens. On the Ravens. Yes, on the Ravens. Okay. It keeps every week. It seems like you want to say. I feel like I feel Lamar like the Jack- argument is getting closer and closer to my side of it. Oh man, I, I really do. Like they won. What they, they didn't lose? Oh no, no doubt they didn't <laughs> lose, but they didn't really. I'm gonna put it. It wasn't I'm gonna, Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna put it to you like it this: if Lamar they're still Jackson, scoring twenty plus points a game, and they still lose in the first round, I'm still not on your train. Okay, <laughs> I'm just letting you know right all now. Right. So but, you like? So you are right as long. I think both of you have just been abused by watching some bad teams for so long. Yo, your team is bad too. Stop acting it's like your Broncos. I know, but I got to saw the. I got to see the glory though. Yeah, I got, you got to I see know what the glory it looks, looks like. like. Okay, you know what I'm saying it's different. It's different expectations over over. On I I tell you one thing. I think uh, people should start saying 
that Migraine Murray is My, the best dual threat quarterback in the NFL. Migraine Murray. You can't say that. Though. Bro, no, Why yo, not? yo, you know he you know he I think he's like top ten in rushing yards. In the whole NFL, it's not just quarterbacks. Who? Murray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Migraine <laughs> Murray. <laughs> Giving headaches, baby. Is that not insane? You don't think he's the best dual dual threat quarterback in the league? And I think he's faster than Lamar Jackson. He's a better too. passer than Lamar Jackson. I think he's faster than him too. I, I, I don't know I, about I don't fast. Agree. I think I, I think that's I, a wash there. No, I, I don't I don't I don't even know. I don't point, know if he's faster than Kyle Murray. I don't think so. I, 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 I mean I'm than Murray. Lamar Jackson. I don't think I think Lamar Jackson's still faster than him. He, but he, Murray he, might he, be quicker, maybe? Maybe I don't know. I think that's a wash there. I don't think okay. you could really it, quantify okay. that. They're still they're still both threats from the from from the running standpoint. But to say oh, he's the best, you still got Russell Wilson still has wheels. Yeah, but he's not he's not gonna he's gonna Josh Allen. Do you really game plan for him to run a hundred yards a game? I think I, I think you don't. You don't game plan for Russell Wilson. And, no, you know he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't use his wheels as an att- That's his, he you doesn't use that as, as a weapon. As, not as much anymore. Yeah, that's I, what I'm just I saying. Think he's evolved. Like he can. He can do it. For well, me, he's the best quarterback the in the NFL. So yes, he's evolved. Yeah, what yeah. I'm saying is, I don't think yeah. offensive defensive coordinators is like all right. You probably have to be wary of it, but you're not scheming for it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're only scheming for that when it comes to. You know, Lamar, a migraine, maybe Josh Allen. Um, uh, what's it, Tyson Hill? <laughs> Tyson Hill. Tyson Hill, and that's about it. Re- really? So, yeah, there's, but there's a lot more quarterbacks. Anyway, Tua, he is going to be that. He is going to be that dual threat he is, quarterback. Though. He is. This league is becoming dual threat quarterbacks. The future of it. There's a lot of quarterbacks. Justin Herbert can run with the ball. Obviously, not to the same levels that I'm mentioning here. Yeah. Not to the nah. level of the. No, Patrick Mahomes can run a little bit. The, so. the, the, yeah, he can make a lot of plays with his legs. So, but the the three. True, Deshaun Watson. The, the, yeah, Deshaun Watson. But I think the two, the three top three true, like running dual threat, dual threat run quarterbacks is you know Tua, Margraine, and uh, Lamar. Oh, you got so. you got you got Who's two you got two over Josh Allen. They 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 well yeah Josh Allen yeah. oh yeah oh him. yeah well I was gonna say I just I always think I don't see him busting out like fifty yard plays like these guys but obviously I've I've always said it within five yards and that touchdown yeah, it's hard Josh, to stop him but I've seen Josh Allen run the ball a whole lot you know yeah. he's probably gonna have over maybe four or five hundred yards maybe rushing this, this year. year yeah so yeah I you know I've I've been on the Josh Allen train before a lot of other people so I know what you who you're talking about. I know who that man is. I wanted to draft him in fantasy, but, you know, I got hated on. But it is what it is. I'm happy with my Justin Herbert pickup. So shout out to Karan. Appreciate that for dropping him. And I got to be able to pick him up. So It's funny, yo. yo we have had the conversation, right? We had the room watching the, the game. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, my, my quarterback, like, Wentz is playing. Like, shit, man. I need to – I think I might pick up Herbert. And as is quiet the whole time, <laughs> that quiet. Good you man, know, like, good man. Like, we can talk fantasy, but uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you about moves, kid. Man, quiet. I'm like, yo, I think I might pick up Herbert, man. But then again, I don't want a, another rookie because I know two is gonna come and he's gonna kill. I don't know if I'm gonna pick up another rookie quarterback, but I might pick him up. Boom! Azure pays to pick up <laughs> Justin Herbert. I already have my, I already had my slot <laughs> in there. Did you even use any fab on that? Yeah, yeah, he was like thirteen dollars on him. It was like yeah, fourteen something like that. Like I put money on. I was like, nah. Well, you, I want what you heard, you heard. I was talking about it. You were like, I got to put. Did you put your price up after that? Possibly. I don't remember one hundred percent. Possibly. So sometimes I put random money 
uh, like a higher amount on people sometimes for no reason. I don't know. Well, someone else. Well, like nobody would bid, and then you I, like that should happen to me. Nobody bid on the play, and I'll pay like eight dollars. Uh, yeah, like, God damn. Like, oh well. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Soon when I start trading, I already told you guys in the chat, yo, I'm selling my third round pick. Holla at <laughs> for me. Some I, money. Need, I need some money for my free agent signing. So, you know, if you need a third round pick, you like draft picks. You could be like the Knicks, buy some draft picks or I'm something. Not buying no draft yeah. picks. <laughs> I got four, four I got three first rounds. Oh, please. You know, I'm not I'm yeah, yeah. anyway, three guys. Three first rounds. Come on, Trevor Lawrence. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys had a wonderful time with the show. I know it was a rant going on, but we loved it. This is part of our passion. And if you can't be good, always be the baddest. And we'll see you this week coming up. Thank you very much.